Aquarius Kelly, Love and Ambition, A Digital Diary, Thursday, December 31st, 2020. The time now is 12.13 p.m. And I wanted to make the time to touch on putting in the work that leads up to the moment. The reason why I feel it's important to touch on this topic is because I truly, in my observations, I truly feel as though we don't truly appreciate the, the process and what is really required of us to go from one level to the next, to go from one chapter to the next, because it's not always going to be pretty and polished, number one. And number two is, I also believe that we at times can, can do a, a better job at documenting those steps that it takes to go from one level to the next level so that in hindsight, we can also help other people to do the same. Time can go by so quick and next thing you know, we start off in one place and we're at the next place. And then when we are asked to touch on the, the skills and behaviors that allowed us to go from one level to the next, it's hard to really revisit those steps in hindsight. But if we are mindful about tracking those steps and just setting aside some extra time to reflect and, and look at what's taking us from one level to the next, I truly believe that that will help to benefit those who come after us, right? And contrary to that, there's also another view in regards to the overnight success and, and feeling as though because we have access to technology and social media that it's easy or simple to build uh, a large community or, or have a lot of followers. And Gary Vee calls these vanity metrics, right? And I agree that we often get caught up in the vanity metrics of followers subscribers, um, comments, likes, things of that nature. However, when we really dig deeper, we, we might want to ask ourselves, what does true engagement look like and feel like? And how can we create that? And how can we build a meaningful community? I, I believe that Building a meaningful community is definitely not an overnight success. And there's often a misconception when we, when we look at different stories throughout media about, you know, people who were able to get their 15 minutes of fame, etc. And my thoughts on this is, sure, that happens. You know, it can happen within... A, a snap of a finger, right? But when we really look at those stories, overnight success stories, and I, I can, I'll touch on the overnight success a little deeper as well, but specifically 15 minutes of fame where, you know, someone does something, next thing you know, we're seeing them all over the place on the news 
And then we never hear from them again. And there's a reason why is because we may get that one look, right? We may get that one major look, but as quick as we get that one major look is also as quick as we lose that attention, right? So let's think about that again. As quick as we can get that one major look, that life-changing moment, as quick as that can come, it can and will also go unless we have the body of work to sustain that attention. And that's what goes back to putting in the work that leads up to the moment. So that when we create the moment, which is really a culmination of moments that lead up to garnering the respect and attention, admiration of other people for whatever our craft is, it can be teaching, it can be creating videos, it can be art, it can be music, entertainment, fashion, design, whatever it is, it's our body of work that will really sustain that attention because people will come to us and see, wow, they've been putting in work for a minute. Now I see why they are, where they are. And not only do I see it, but I want to learn more about it. I want to go to the source of it. I want to listen to their first recording. I want to go to their first video recording. I want to really figure out the idea behind why it is they chose to do what they do, right? And this goes back to the, the overnight success. So a lot of overnight successes, quote unquote, aren't really overnight successes. It, it takes a number of years to just create that overnight success because the overnight success is just, again, a culmin culmination of the many moments it took to lead to that bigger, massive moment. And that's really what I want to focus on in this recording is putting in the work that leads up to the moment. So again, it's, it's being mindful of each and every moment and each and every opportunity and being grateful and thankful for the different opportunities that come our way. And as an example, a few weeks ago, Martin, Martin Soris, shout out to Martin, reached out to me. He's the founder of Basketball Society and he reached out to be a part of a special project that he was that he was working on entitled Help Oneself NYE. So this project will be debuting tonight, Christmas Eve at 8 p.m. on YouTube. Shout out to Pink Lemonade as well. It will be on the Pink Lemonade channel. And I was definitely down. I was definitely down. And when I, when I thought about the opportunity, I'm like, you know, this opportunity didn't come out of nowhere. It, it came because there was work put in to create this particular opportunity. And I always promise myself to be very, very specific with what I'm doing 
so that other people can understand the connection. I consider myself a connector, a bridge builder, somewhat of a social architect, right? Because again, I wanna be very specific and particular with the moments that lead to the moments, which will eventually lead to more moments and, and opportunities in the future. So amid everything that happened this year, 2020, the challenges, the losses, the tribulations, the, the tensions, right? I'm nothing less than grateful for the opportunities that I have been afforded. In 2019, my goals were to do what I pretty much did in 2020. My goals were to make myself available for more speaking engagements and opportunities in 2020. And although a lot of in-person plans were grounded, that would have been super dope. I'm sure I would have done a lot of traveling, speaking in person. I'm still exceptionally thankful for all of the virtual speaking opportunities I have had this year. So to connect the dots, right? Connect the dots. Martin Surrey's Basketball Society, Help Oneself NYE. How did this unfold? Here's how it happened. So back in June of this year, June 2020, I connected with a friend of mine, Sean Hewitt, who I met when I was a substitute teacher back in 20, I would say 2014, 2015, we, we connected and we did a mentorship program with middle school students and we always stayed in touch intermittently. And I remember one of our conversations, he mentioned that he always wanted to work with me, just he just didn't know in what capacity. So we stayed in touch, Instagram, Facebook, and I'll get into this with, with Martin as, as well. And I spoke about it in a recording entitled Creating a Frame of Reference, which was episode, let's see, what episode was that? Creating a Frame of Reference was episode 17. So if you want to check that episode out, it's episode 17 of Love and Ambition, The Digital Diary. And I spoke about how once we create a frame of reference, adding meaning to a relationship is merely a matter of staying in touch. And that's exactly what happened with myself and Sean. We continue to stay in touch via Facebook, via IG. You know, when I would post different things about my thoughts, my, my perspective, my viewpoints, my outlooks, he would comment. We would, we would have a few exchanges and we would see each other at different events here in the city of New Brunswick. And that's how we created meaning based on that frame of reference and our initial interaction at New Brunswick Middle School, right? So this is the, the kind of, of work and the, what goes into the, building the, the foundation of the relationships we have today. And I just want to be extremely intentional about how I communicate and articulate exactly 
how it is built. We see the success stories, we see everything on media, but I wanna talk about how that actually exists and how that's built. And that's why I do these recordings because as I'm building, I wanna make sure to capture these moments. I don't wanna look back on the moments. I wanna capture the moments as they are happening because that's what makes it super palpable and tangible and applicable because I'm in the moment as it's happening, right? And I am sharing this experience as it's happening so that we can all learn from these experiences, my experiences, your experiences, I'm just making sure to be very conscious and mindful and thoughtful when it comes to capturing it so that we can have this as a time capsule and learn from it and apply it to our lives and the relationships that we build personally, professionally, etc. right? So I stay connected with Sean and in June, he reached out to me to host Community Voices. So at the time, it wasn't Community Voices. I think the first episode was called something along the lines of, of good news, just sharing the good news in our community, connecting with community leaders, giving people their flowers now. And we spoke about this and he said, he wanted to create something along the lines of drink champs for civic en engagement. The drink champs of civic engagement, where we are highlighting and profiling those we know locally in our community who are educators, who work in the nonprofit space, who work in the art space, who work in the mental health and wellness space all across the spectrum because we need to have these conversations because these are the conversations that matter to our people. These are the conversations that matter to our community. And that's what we did. That's what we did. Our first episode was, I believe, Thursday, June 3rd, if I'm not mistaken. I would have to look back on a calendar to see if that's accurate, but I'm not gonna do that right now. So it was Thursday, either June 3rd or June 4th. We launched episode one, and now we're in December. We are close to 30 episodes deep, and time goes by fast. We, we connected and, and met with so many people, and we will be launching season two in January. So the work with Sean helped to lead to me connecting with our third partner, uh, Paloma, right? Well, I can't say third partner. Technically, we're all partners. I can be the third partner, right? She's the second partner. Um, so it's the three of us. It's, it's Sean, Paloma, and myself, right? Paloma helps to oversee the design, the creative direction of what we're doing, what we're building. I, during season one, was predominantly tasked with hosting and interviewing our guests. And one of our guests happened to be, as I mentioned earlier, 
Martin Sorries, a basketball society. And due to that episode, again, creating a frame of reference, because of that episode, we connected, right? He's an, he's an athlete, he's into sports and coaching, and I'm the same. I've always been into the philosophy of coaching and athletics because to me, it's all about high performance. Like, how do we create a high performance culture? How do we create a culture of winning? And this is the mindset that I aim to bring into any space I'm operating in. So right now I'm in a classroom as a teacher. This is the mindset I bring into the classroom. If I'm working for a company or building something, the same mindset for me applies across the board. Same mindset. So it was episode six that Martin was on. I'm looking back in my, my files right now. Episode six, which was Thursday, July 16th, 2020, that he came on. And again, once we connected, once we created that frame of reference, we stayed in touch on social, on Twitter, on, on IG. And we would support each other's work, you know, sharing each other's work, commenting, because we, we both resonated with each other's message. And because of that, because of that, again, because that we continue to add meaning to a relationship that was, was started through Community Voices and through Sean, we were able to reconnect. Because when we meet someone and when we admire and respect their work, we're gonna stay in touch. And then eventually there will be opportunities to get them involved in something that we're doing, a project that we're launching. It's only a matter of time. And that's why I tell people all the time, as long as we're doing something, it's only a matter of time, right? Connect with people and know that time will take care of everything else as long as we're doing the work. If we're not doing the work or we're not putting out content or no one knows what it is we do, we're not expressing our, our thoughts and, and sharing our opinions and perspective and again, worldview, no one knows about us. How can someone get, how can someone get us involved in a project if they know nothing about us? And again, this is why I decide to do these recordings and, and put certain things out. If an idea comes to mind, a thought comes to mind, I share it because every time I share a piece of my mind, I know it's throwing a pebble into the pond, which creates a ripple of impact. I forget where this is coming from. Someone else used the term ripple of impact. I think it's Amanda. I'm looking at the book right now. I think Amanda Slavin said that in her book, The Seventh Level, Ripple of Impact. So yes, just creating a ripple of impact. Every time we share something, we are creating a ripple of impact. Every 16, 31, 57 minute video clip I put out on YouTube or IG, it's just a little ripple of impact which gives people a sense of the type of person I am. They take note 
And then that's what creates the opportunities to speak on different platforms, different podcasts. And that has really what's created everything that I've been a part of to date, literally. That's it. It's just building a body of work. If we want to create something for ourselves, we must build a body of work. If we love fashion, let's talk about fashion. Let's curate content. Let's, let's share our thoughts on the content that other people are putting out. If we love education, same thing. Health, same thing. Architecture, engineering, same thing. Otherwise, when it comes to opportunities, I, I can only reach out to people who I know are out there putting their work out and sharing their work with the world. That's not to say that other people aren't working. It's just to say that out of sight, out of mind, right? If we don't see anything happening or we don't, we're not hearing your name, like we don't know what's going on. So in order to really create the opportunities that we may be seeking, we have to let people know what's going on. That's the truth. That's the reality, right? That's, that's how it works. So this is why Martin chose to reach out because he was in touch with my body of work and, and con consistency and what it is, the message that I spread and what it is I stand for and what I'm about. So this is what led to what will be my final event, uh, final appearance of this year. And I'm extremely grateful for it, extremely grateful for it. And more so, I'm excited to share these, these steps and opportunities with anyone who chooses to tune in. And as these opportunities continue to come and flow in, I will continue to remain grateful for each and every step of the way, each and every opportunity. Because again, this is all a part of the work that leads up to the moment, right? The practice that prepares us to perform when it's game time. The practice that prepares us to perform when it is game time. So what are we doing right now to practice? What do we define as our game time? I said this before, I'll say it again. Once we are in touch with other people and learn about those around us and support the work of those around us, that's how opportunities are really created and generated. And this is where the magic happens. The magic happens at the core level of connection and engagement. 
the core level of connection and engagement and building a meaningful and significant, impactful community is not an overnight success. So let's appreciate the small wins and let's not underestimate the cumulative power of our small wins. It's very important, very important. Once we can appreciate this, we will see how everything adds up and how everything makes sense. So right now, if you're out there thinking that you're falling behind or you're too old or it's too late and that anxiety is, is starting to take over, that depression is starting to take over, I would highly encourage you to sit with yourself and think about what you believe is meaningful for you. What is meaningful? When it comes to age, when it comes to the numbers that are thrown around us that often create fear and anxiety and depression, when it comes to FOMO, the fear of missing out, let's think about what, what really causes that. Why are we afraid to turn everything off? Why are we afraid to turn the phone off and, and go inside? You know, why are we afraid to not be accessible to other people? It's okay to turn everything off for a little while and really go deep, really dig deep, really go inside to figure out what it is you are about. What are you here for? And then build a life around that meaning. Build a life around whatever we define to be our purpose. Whatever we want to do on purpose, what is that? What does that look like? What does that entail? Once we figure that out, we can reverse engineer. For example, my social mission is to uplift the condition of humanity. It took me years to really define that in a way that's very concise. Uplift the condition of humanity. It comes from reading. It comes from putting different things together. It comes from studying the, mission, the missions of other companies, organizations, refining it, making it my own. And at the end of the day, I came to the, came to the conclusion, as of right now, I mean, things are always bound to change, but I came to the conclusion that all I really want to do is just uplift humanity. That's it. The condition of humanity, the human experience. When we look around poverty, lack of education, all of these issues, right? I'm looking at... Um, Maslow's hierarchy, right? Let me see something real quick. Mas Maslow's, I always get that mixed up. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. That's what I'm looking at right now. 
So physiological needs, air, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing. Because I really want to understand the human experience and the core of the human experience. Why are why why do the why are there people without food? Why are there people without water and shelter? These are these should all be a human right. Everyone should be entitled to the human right to have fresh water, food, and shelter. At least. At the least. So these are all things that I'm looking into. Because again, this is what aligns with my social mission to uplift the condition of humanity, right? Right now I'm an educator. So education is a vehicle, a vocation, a practice, a profession that aligns with my social mission of uplifting the condition of humanity. Will I always be working within the field of education? I don't know. However, will I always be doing something that aligns with my social mission, most likely yes, because the purpose of having a social mission is knowing that anything that doesn't align with that social mission doesn't fit into the picture. So it also helps us to be able to make decisions in regards to how we allocate our time and energy. Anything that doesn't align with our mission and vision doesn't make sense for us to do. Anything that does align with our mission and vision, that's what we should be doing, right? So I'm loving what's happening right now. Again, amid the challenges and obstacles, another thing I've shared a little while ago is learning how to fall in love with the challenge. So learn how to fall in love with the challenge. What we're, of what we're doing. It's not always going to be simple and easy, but we can learn how to fall in love with the challenge. I learned how to fall in love with the challenge of teaching. I didn't always enjoy teaching. I went through some very difficult and challenging moments. I'm sure I will continue to, but because I stay focused on the mission and I'm making, making it my own, right? Crafting what I believe education should be and investing time in building something that fulfills me, now I'm in love with it. Now I'm in love with the game because I made it my own. I'm making it my own. I'm falling in love with the challenge. And that literally for me shifted the paradigm. And I know anyone listening right now can hear it in my voice, my delivery, how game-changing it is. Energy doesn't lie. Like, <laughs> I'm smiling right now as I'm saying this. Energy doesn't lie. So let's really dig deep. Let's do the work. Let's put in the work that leads up to the moments we are looking to experience. Let's dig deep. Let's do the work. Let's put in the work that leads up to the moments we are looking to experience. With that being said, Aquaeus Kelly, love and ambition, a digital diary, much peace, much love, much happiness.